Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the We Are MCBS podcast. Today is February 13th. That's the day before Valentine's Day, Pete. Mm, wow. And I love just doing these shows with you, Jason. So if love is in the air, it is because we just got this great crew in here that loves to podcast. I mean, we could just keep using that word in every sentence we have today. So come here, give me a hug. That's my guy. All right. Well, uh, we're not here alone, uh, so that was probably awkward for everybody else who's in the room. But we are surrounded by students of uh, MCBS, yes. and while they're here, we call them the Woohoo Crew. Because they're so darn excited to be up this early. Yeah. The I love you, Jason. Love oh, you guys. So much love. <laughs> it's and, in the air. And that also means we're two days away from discount candy, everybody. Oh, yeah. Away. And speaking of tummies... Uh, we got Ben Macaroni over here talking about fake meat. Oh, yeah, because oh. if you guys remember from episode 47, I was talking about something from the 80s, and I'm bringing up something else from the 80s. Yeah. Like, people are asking, where's the beef? <laughs> so, also on that same episode, uh, Pete, <laughs> you, uh, you talked about the CES, yeah, which can remind yeah, me what it stands yeah. for. I always forget. Oh, it's the Consumer Electronics Show. Okay, so apparently the big talk from that was this new lab-grown beef, either meatless or from genetically like altered, they get DNA from uh, cattle or from chickens. So that was a big talk. There's a company, Impossible Foods, they're trying to produce a vegan-friendly meatless burger. They call it the Burger 2.0. Is this going to be like like delicioso? Is it going to be like a good burger to... They're trying. It's it's They're trying to make it seem the most beef like comes down to texture and taste nice of any meatless Good. patty yeah. but the problem is they're worried about how to market it to the actual food industry because from someone who's been in culinary school i know that a lot of culinary uh people in the culinary industry are really snobby and are really particular about the beef they uh, the beef and materials they use mm -hmm. and when you hear the word lab or genetics they immediately just shut down and just they do not really? want to hear about it wow yeah so they're trying to find the fine line of marketing to Professionals in the in the uh, food industry that want to provide the best quality products, but at the same time, they some people who are in like the new modern era of the millennials or in the Gen Z, I believe. Mm. That, that yeah. Right now? yeah, probably. Yep. Yeah, who are culinary like fanatics or foodies, as they say. I'm trying to get my my terms down for social media, um, and they want to market to them to really just get this movement going because it's really an environmental thing. And they're trying to focus on that in their marketing strategy, opposed yeah. to doing the whole, like, it's better for the animals, better for you. So it's really more, it's, it's they're trying to find the fine line of marketing the beef and trying to really kind of popularize or, like, glamorize the yeah. lab term or the genetics term when it comes I to food. I would think you, you definitely, like, you market to, first of all, who's going to be your immediate uh, followers and clientele. But for somebody like me from, uh, you know, well beyond the 80s generation, well, actually, yeah, anyway, uh, but I would, I just want to know if something tastes good. Does it have that kind of texture? And I'm always open to something that's good for me and good for, you know, the environment and everything. And like, is this, is it a win-win? And so maybe marketing more towards, hey, this stuff's pretty good and give it a shot. And then initially you get those people in to at least try it. Yeah. Well, the new CEO, they, uh. Uh, hired for Impossible Foods is David Lee, and he was the former CEO of Domani Foods, mm -hmm. which is Domani, if I know, yeah, Domani, Domani Vegetables. Yeah, yeah, sure. So they're really using him to market and just think about what would the consumer want because, of course, Domani, if you're working in the canned, the canned vegetable or canned fruit industry, 
you have that same stigma of it. We're trying to sell fruit. Oh, it's out of a can. Oh, no, but it's fresh out of a can. Yeah. So they're trying to use that little knowledge <laughs> he has of trying to spin the word, again, that that buzzword lab or genetics. It's yeah. just a very yeah. buzzword in food now, and it's still scary. So they're trying to use his expertise from working at Del Monte to spin it in that direction. Yeah. And probably using the Food Network and people that would probably play more towards trying something new. Again, I just kind of keep thinking of that. If it's new and it's good, it's like, yeah, keep it fresh, keep it positive. Well, keep that message positive is what I would say. Well, you're trying to market too because there's been that big foodie generation now where everybody watches all like the, El the Elton Browns, the Gordon Ramsays, yeah. all those yep. cooking shows. You want to market to them because everybody's getting this new cooking food fad, but you have also have the same people who want better organic products and want more natural and uh, non-GMO foods, again, that were genetic. So it's really just, to again, trying to find that fine line where they can really reach both of them. I know Jason both. could really weigh in on this. I know uh, just leaving my last comment on it is just, I used to watch this Taste Made app, like program thing, where it would show you the farm-to-table stuff. And then I just would be, that would just take me in right there. Like, wow, that's how that is done. That's how that is, you know, crafted or made or whatever or cooked i just if i see a little bit of the background of it and the benefit of it i'm in and so i don't know jason what do you what do you think about all this i you know pretty much you from the vegan side of things i know you've had like uh a web uh, a a blog and all kinds of stuff about it so yep i'm a unique individual so when i went vegan for a couple of years i had a blog because mm -hmm. i know nobody else was doing that um I, I've tasted a lot of non-meat burgers before, and obviously, as a human being that's not going to lie to you, beef is obviously just better because that's the that's what I grew up eating. So mm. when I would try to have a burger that wasn't beef, it would be uh, compared to that. Mm. When I stopped comparing what I was eating in burger shape to what I was used to and started having it as an item yeah. unto itself man that i learned to love black bean burgers wow like yeah. too much yeah. like i could eat five of them <laughs> and then the the wedge potatoes anyway um, the the thing that the thing that i wanted to jump in and say is this reminds me so much of a lot of the marketing campaigns that it rely on influencers uh when game of thrones did their marketing campaign they didn't reach out to the millions of potential audience members they focused on a hundred of the biggest Game of Thrones influencers, yes. yep. those influencers then spread that message to their 100,000 followers each. And they, they hit a much bigger marketer by talking to those influencers. Ben is talking about that same thing. And I love the fact that they're already focusing on the foodies. Mm. If you win those influencers over, they're going to be the ones that convince the rest of the world that this is edible and good and they should try it. So, uh, that's just that's just a really good idea. So if you're ever out in the world coming up with your own marketing campaign, I can't stress enough. It's great to be able to talk to all 7 billion people on earth, but that's hard to do. So mm -hmm. you need to think about who's going to who can you talk to that's going to then talk to the rest of the world for you. Yeah. And then it gets exponential from there. Yeah, it's like, like any marketing campaign, it's going to take time and really it's going to be actually interesting to see how they actually develop it and do it. So I'm actually as a culinary guy myself, I'm pretty excited to see what happens. Well, thank you very much for that, Ben. Transition. Batman! Well, in case you didn't recognize our perfectly tuned theme song, mm. we're about to talk about Batman. Batman. Because apparently there's some news. Uh, and, and we brought our resident Batman expert and Batman 
expert. Now, are you both Batman experts? Uh, to what level, Ricky, would you say you're a Batman expert? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm an expert. I just kind of like comics, so it, it kind of falls in that realm. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty knowledgeable. Oh, he's playing it cool. I think he knows yeah, everything. He's, <laughs> he's not showing his hand, Jason. No, I, I know enough. Let's just put it that way. Okay, I know. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds appropriate. Uh, Mr. Ozzy Oswald, what about you? To what on a scale of one to ten, how how Batman are you? On a scale of one to Batman. On a scale of one to Batman. <laughs> uh, I would I wouldn't say I'm a new inductee into comic books. I started actually paying attention maybe two years ago, so I've only hit some of the the more known stories. You know, Dark Knight Returns, mm-hmm. Killing Joke, Hush, Long Halloween. So I'm not necessarily Batman famous to where I can tell you exactly when so-and-so such happened like i've never read nightfall mm-hmm. but yeah that's all i got for you well already you guys have dwarfed what pete and i know about batman i know because my, my my batman is i like lego batman oh yeah, yeah. lego yeah, batman's Batman my favorite batman yep. now i was totally. gonna say michael keaton but will it is arnett. lego oh you gotta love will arnett yeah okay. yeah will, will arnett <laughs> kills it that, that right there is a good batman yeah well, tell us, tell us what's happening with the, the, the news, the Batman news. So, as we know, the DCEU, Aquaman had just come out a couple months ago. Saw it. It was good. It seems like it's going to revitalize the cash flow coming in from it. It's great. Mm. So, news came out about the solo spinoff, The Batman, which is being uh, helmed by Matt Reeves, which originally was supposed to be written and directed by Ben Affleck who was the Batman. But news came out very recently that he is officially dropping the cape and cowl, and they're going to be on the hunt for a new Batman to start in this noir-style Batman movie. I just got used to Ben Affleck, and now I've got to get used to somebody else? Yeah, the Batflick is gone. Oh. I think he just didn't want to face off with Bane. Yeah, that's too much. I can't do it. It was too much. It's Bane like, would have been too much. It's like the Hulk. Oh, yeah. no. No. <laughs> too much. <laughs> well, uh, uh, reportedly they want to go with a younger Batman, so Ben Affleck wouldn't be the right fit for the age that they're going for. That's kind of the whole uh, idea. Yeah. He so, seems young to me. I mean, he seems kind of young. <laughs> Not really. Uh, Maybe kinda, it's perspective. I don't know. Kind of looks know. a little it's bit chunky in that suit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's just not enough digital makeup to go around nah, there. Yeah, nah. yeah. Um, but since they're trying to go younger than the search for a new actor, uh, I have a question for you guys. Who would you like to see play the Batman? Oh man, I haven't even thought of that. Mm. Who do you think would make a good Batman? Uh, me personally, I'd like to see uh, if you guys watch Supernatural. Uh, Jensen Ackles, Dean from from Supernatural. Mm. Now, did you know that he was the voice of Red Hood in yes. Under the Red Hood? Yes, I did know that. Now, uh-huh. to counteract you, I would like to see John Hamm as Bruce Ooh. Wayne. That that's a pretty good one. I can see him as a Two Face though. It's like a Harvey Dent. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's nodding their heads in the room. So I'm looking at John accurate. Hamm. He's I'm not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can see him as a two face. Um, speaking of villains, though, they said that we'll have a full rogues gallery, so you'll see him mm. go against uh, not just one villain, but a whole uh, cast of them. Uh, they talked about maybe the penguin being the main one that he faces off with. Um, 
but we're supposed to see a lot of detective work seeing as Batman is the world's great of the greatest detective. Right. Um, we're not, cause they kind of shied away from that in the action ones. They, they kind of just focused on the brute force of a Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to see him do a lot of detective work in solving a crime. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully it doesn't fall in the funk of the rest of the DC movies. Um, I'd say by far the best DC film that came out was Wonder Woman. Yes, I um, think I think everybody would. Yeah, all the heads are nodding. Yep, yeah, so mine's nodding. That's really yes, all the matters. I am. Mm-hmm. So Wonder Woman was really good. If they can, uh, I didn't see Aquaman, but I heard it made a lot of money. Fantastic. Um, yeah, and I heard it was pretty good. So if they can keep it going, I have a lot of hopes for this movie. So. If they're switching to, I'm sorry, Pete. No, go ahead. If they're switching to one where he's going to be a detective, that means they're going to focus on story. If they, if right. when it's a fighting movie, then it's all mechanics. But right. if we're finally going to get some story with some clues and we can figure some stuff out ourselves and feel yeah. like we're smart, then sign me up. I'll go see the first Batman movie I've seen in over a decade. Right. I've seen online that Josh Gad wants to play Penguin. Right. Uh, they asked <laughs> Matt Reeves about it. He didn't give anything away, but he was just like, they're really good friends, and he would love to work with Josh Gad. So that could be a possibility. He would. I think he would be great. Yeah. Facially, I, I everything, they could do a lot with him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Well, what about this noir uh, aspect of it? Are they shooting it in black and white or a sepia tone kind of a thing? <laughs> You know, they're going to walk into some random bar and go, I, I can't remember the Casablanca line enough to make this reference. Of all the bars in all yeah. the world, something, something, something. Catwoman had to walk, to walk into, into this one. Yeah, yeah that's it. So I knew together we could get it. Yeah. <laughs> it took the collective energies of the podcast. <laughs> you can make it look like uh, Sin City. Uh, oh no! Films. That would be tight. Yeah. Those are so. That's such a good style. Yep, I, I could, I could see that, and I think it would work perfectly for a Batman. Man, film. that fits so good. Yeah. Oh, now if they don't do it, I'm already disappointed. Right. I'm kind of. I'm not trying to get my expectations like too high because I don't want to walk in and be disappointed. <sighs> but at the same time, there's so much they can do with this film. I hear they tune into our podcast, so they'll probably pick it up. Yeah, hopefully. I hope. I hope they <laughs> yeah. listen to this. I'm pretty sure based on the people that we have sitting at the mics that we could probably talk about Batman for uh, a week and then we'd be here when it was time to record next week's podcast. But uh, I think everybody's itching to go out and get some of that candy so they can uh, hand it out to all their special people tomorrow on Valentine's Day. I know that Valentine's Day is a big day for a lot of people, but I hope on Friday you don't forget to tune into the uh, Campfire Quest's Dungeons and Dragons stream. You can find that on twitch.tv forward slash we are MCBS. If you found the podcast, you can find the Twitch stream, and we'd love to see you at 2 o'clock live on Friday, or you can watch the recording. Until next week, Pete, happy Valentine's Day. Day. And you guys out there in the listening audience, have a beautiful week.